Hello, listeners, and welcome to Project Understory, a nonfiction storytelling podcast that delves into the deeper meaning of nature experiences. Does your love for the outdoors resonate in your bones? So does ours. We are storytellers, students, and teachers connected to the Central Wisconsin Environmental Station. We are meaning makers seeking to understand the world and ourselves better through the dappled shade of a balsam fir or the haunting call of a loon across a lake. Here, you can hear our stories of adventure and contemplation and perhaps discover your own understory. Hello, Project Understory listeners. My name is Gina Patton. I am a first-year grad student working at the Central Wisconsin Environmental Station. I love to work at camps. Um, I'm an avid birder. And my episode today is titled, There's a Bat on My Back. This is the story of my recent encounter with a big brown bat on the UWSP campus. Now, the first thing you need to know about me is that I go birding almost every day. And on this one particular day last spring, I was cutting through campus, heading towards Schmeekly Reserve, when I noticed something brown fluttering near the ground on some rocks. Of course, I had my binoculars around my neck and I looked immediately and realized that it was not a bird on the ground, but in fact, a bat. So I walked over carefully and found this uh, brown bat kind of had his wings wrapped around the rock. He... You don't normally see bats on the ground or on rocks. They uh, generally are in the air and not at three in the afternoon. So I thought he was possibly in distress. I took some pictures of him because I wasn't exactly sure what kind of bat he was. I looked at his nose because I know that there's the white nose disease that bats are suffering from, but his nose looked fine. And as I was kind of standing there, it, it fluttered up and flew away into the grass nearby. As I watched it fly, I was looking for injuries. Did it have broken wings? Did it have some torn wings? I didn't see anything wrong with the bat other than he didn't make it very far while he was flying. So I followed him. And as I have a habit of, I sat down next to the bat a few feet away from him in the grass and I began to talk to him. I said, Looks like you're having a rough day today, buddy. I don't know what's wrong, but you are definitely in distress. Is there something I can do to help you? And as I was saying these words, the brown bat began to, with his little hooky fingers on his wings, began to crawl towards me very quickly. And before I even realized what had happened, he had crawled right up into my leg. So I stood up pretty fast. And um, the bat kept coming up my leg, up onto my torso, to my right arm, got on my right sleeve, went right up my right shoulder and back around onto my back. Now, I wasn't really afraid while this was happening. I was a little bit alarmed. I wasn't sure what to do. I didn't feel threatened by the bat in any way. But now I'm standing there with a bat potentially on my back. I don't know, maybe he's flown off. Uh, And I have a backpack on and I don't want to take the backpack off in case I hurt him in some way. So I look around um, thinking, you know, I could try and walk home and call a rehabber, but I don't know if he's going to stay on my back or he's going to fly away. And I look around and I see some other uh, pair of people walking by on the sidewalk. So I call over to them. Hey, hey, uh, can you help me? 
And they kind of turn and they say, well, no, coronavirus, and we don't want to get too close, and which I, was completely understandable. But my response was, yes, but there is a bat on my back. To which they responded, what? And I said, yes, I believe there is a brown bat on my back. So they walked over and kept a safe distance, but I turned around and I said, can you still see the bat on my back? And they were looking for a while and one of them said, no, I don't see anything. And the other one went, oh my goodness, yes. He's on your left shoulder right by your face. So apparently the bat had crawled all the way across my back over my backpack and was on my left shoulder perched there like a pirate's parrot. And then the other person said, is he yours? And I contemplated that for a moment. I definitely didn't feel like he was mine. I kind of felt like I was his at that moment. And I said, no, 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 it's not a pet. I just found him on the ground and was talking to him and he crawled up my body. So I stood there with the two um, students from UWSP and we kind of discussed what our options were as this bat was perched on my left shoulder. And, you know, we talked about getting a rehabber. Well, as we're talking, the bat flies down and he lands on the sidewalk right at our feet. And so um, we decide we're gonna devise a way to sort of wrap him up in a bandana um, and I'm gonna carry him home. And so we get the bandana and I'm wrapping the bandana around the bat and he crawls out of the bandana right onto my arm again and right back up to my right shoulder and is, is perched there. So the students and I are like, yeah, well, that didn't work. And so I say, well, I think I will try and walk home with him. He seems to want to perch on me. And then I can call a local rehab and you know get him some help if he, he seems like he's not being able to fly very far or high. So they kind of agree. And so we start to walk in the direction um, where we'll part ways and I'll go home. And we get very close to a tall tree. And as we get close to the tall tree, the bat flutters right off of my shoulder and right up to the trunk of this tree and begins to scale that tree up, 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 up to the top of the tree. Seems healthy, seems fine. He's got a lot of energy. He is going up, up, up. And we watched him for a while. We wanted to make sure he was safe. We kind of discussed, you know, does he still need help? Do we need to call a rehabber? I think a rehabber would have trouble getting him out of the tree. Um, and so we finally all decided that he seemed to have accomplished whatever task he was utilizing me for uh, and that he seemed like he was okay. Um, and so I went home and as I do when I have a nature encounter such as this, I did some research and I did discover from my pictures that it was a big brown bat. Uh, big brown bats are um, not endangered but under threat in Wisconsin because of the um, white nose syndrome, which I don't think this bat had, but you know, could have. Um, and so, you know, I did some research and I found out that bats cannot really take off from the ground. Um, they generally take off from a tree or a cave or the height of a building. They have a very hard time taking off from the ground. I don't know how this bat got onto the rocks on the ground, but in my sitting down next to him and sort of asking him what he needed from me, he immediately scaled my body like a tree. And I think that was the answer to that question. What he needed from me was to get higher. And I was the only tree immediately available to him 
the only method for him to get higher. And then we kind of walked around, probably not close to any other trees or places that he would thought he could fly from me to, until that last moment when we decided to part ways and I got close enough to a very large tree. There are moments like this that I can think about in my life where I had count encounters with wildlife and I talked to them as if they could understand me, as if we have a special connection because we're both pieces of nature, parts of nature, parts of the whole. I think that in these experiences I've learned that if we are willing and open, that we can communicate with nature and sometimes help it. But we have to listen to it. We can't assume we know the answers. We have to respect it enough to ask it what it needs from us, not a sort of have the pride that we know what nature needs and we're going to do that for it to it. I think when we do listen, nature responds by letting us help and teaching us something in the process. Thank you for listening to my story. I hope it inspires you to go out and ask nature what it needs from you today. This has been a production of Project Understory. A special thanks to Create Portage County in Stevens Point, Wisconsin. Check them out at createportagecounty.org for their many resources available to local artists and creatives. We hope we entertained and inspired you today to encounter nature in new and meaningful ways.